0: Hey y'all, it's Kay and welcome to Surrender Perfect, the podcast. I am so excited and amazed by just how much this podcast has grown. I did want to thank you and really just give a shout out. There's This really is a global family. Um, I was looking at the analytics and we have listeners in the US, Taiwan, Brazil, and so many places that I never expected and I'm just have utmost gratitude for everybody who listens and I wish the best for you and it's really been an amazing December with the Heal Before 2021 series and so if this is your first time listening Heal Before 2021 was really birthed out of the idea that a lot of people may think after a year like this when the clock strikes midnight everything will change and it's optimistic but my hope is that we focus on healing before the clock strikes midnight. So today's episode, our final episode for Heal Before 2021 is called Fidence: A Cinderella Story. And so I can't wait to get into it and let's go. So the concept of today's episode was actually rooted in a question asked by one of my friends, Um, How do you get confident in who you are? And at the time, my answer wasn't really about myself. My confidence is rooted in God and my faith. So that's why I call today's episode Godfidence instead of how do you get confidence? And in all actuality, we're going to talk about multiple factors and how they influence each other in your confidence. So one way we find a clear definition of um, confidence is by defining what it isn't. And so I think we all can agree that um, the opposite of confidence is insecurity and struggling with insecurity. But I think another uh, definition of what confidence isn't can be at times um, being comfortable. So my first point I wanted to Discuss is struggling with insecurity can really be um, resistance to change. So you have to learn that if you want, if you're in the point in, if you're in the point of your life where you're wanting change, it's gonna require you to fight through some, fight through some discomfort. And it's really important to re- realize that life isn't going to be easy. And then it isn't going to be comfortable. And another major factor in insecurity can be rooted in your thoughts. So really, this point is about building better habits. So confidence requires a clear mind. It's about being assured and not confused. Meaning... At times, not only are you going to require being uncomfortable, but you have to change some thoughts that you have grown comfortable with. And these are really negative thoughts that I'm talking about. Changing your negative thoughts can mean changing how you talk about yourself or how you think about yourself, changing the way you think about your life or your um, future. Thoughts ultimately can affect how you feel, how you behave, in the relationships that you are around. And so one major part of gaining confidence, or as I call it, confidence, is changing your perspective in being comfortable and getting more uncomfortable in a positive way, as well as being secure and having positive thoughts. I think another important point to think about when you're talking about learning how to be more confident in yourself or more confident is where are you finding your confidence? Are you finding it in your accomplishments? Are you finding it in your skills? Are you finding it in other people? Because the reality is the solution will not be found in other people or their opinions. Even in the case of your love for helping people or your love of pleasing people, it's never helpful to find your confidence in others because the reality is people can fail you. People will ultimately fail you. And so your confidence has to be rooted in more. One of the sermons that I recently listened to from Pastor Holly Furtick, she talks about you got to check your roots. And she's not talking about your hair. She's talking about where you are planted. Where are you planting? um, Where's your environment, in another words, And even in that, when you're checking your environment, are you confusing your roles for your identity? Um, I took a life coaching seminar a while back. And it's so easy to confuse your roles, such as mom, student, sister daughter as your identity they're all factors in who you are but they are ultimately not the very essence of who you are in the main thing Um, so it's really important to understand who you are whether that be your different personality um, traits your how your culture affects you or even how your experience have changed you and made you better One point I wrote down that I really, really feel strongly is that confidence is knowing the importance of others without it being the center of everything you do. I found a video clip of an author named Lisa Nichols, and she says something so important. She says, you have to wake up and say, do I like me? Because if we're looking for others to like us, we're going to do anything to please them. And that, for me isn't real confidence. So it's not being arrogant. It's not being vain. It's being anchored in truth and freedom. And this is a huge affirmation for me. Today, let me live in truth and freedom. I say it a lot. I don't say it every day, but I do say it a lot. And it's more important to live in truth and freedom than shackles of opinions, worries, anxieties, or insecurities. And I feel like maybe it's a, we say it a lot, but living in a generation where we can easily be reinforced by likes and followers, it's important to realize where you rooted and where you're finding your confidence in. So, really, this is a little bonus point. What does your circle look like? Are they supporting you? Are they investing positivity in you? Are they? Is it constant of withdrawal after withdrawal and negativity? A very interesting story that one of my family members had actually told me was about a influencer and how she talked about how quality is so much better than quantity when it came to her um, business. And even though we're not talking, we're talking more in a personal aspect. I do feel like we can apply this to our personal lives. The quantity of her following didn't matter as much as the quality because they. Even though her quantity of followers were smaller, they were more likely to support her um, different promotions and endorsements. And so you have to ask yourself that kind of in your relationships and friendships, in your support groups as well. Are they truly being supportive of my actions? Are they holding me accountable? Do they tell me the truth or are they really just looking for somebody to constantly feed them and not feed you? I think another important point that most people wouldn't really correlate with confidence is where you you put in your trust and this ultimately is where I want to spend most of my time because this is where for me I found true confidence and true confidence. It was where was I putting my trust because it's okay to have trust in a little bit of trust in yourself but if you are rooted only in your capabilities when you fail. Like I said on like the first episode of episode of Surrender Perfect, you're gonna fall. You're gonna fall pretty hard when you fail. And it's mostly because you feel so much more disappointment and it's when you rely heavily on yourself, it's hard to pick yourself back up. And so I found and this is me sharing my story, trusting in God has ultimately been the best thing I've done in my whole entire life and to share my story a little more like I said I would last episode um, really I gave my life back to Christ or rededicate myself to Christ in college and it was mostly because I was really rooted in my own capabilities and for me that um, was being really academic successful and so as someone who was felt like they were holding themselves accountable to be perfect and ultimately why I chose the podcast name Surrender Perfect when I started like I said in the last episode um, on almost failing stats and not doing well in classes and you know spending your whole college career studying and still not doing enough that really was a hinder on my confidence level because i was like what am i doing wrong what am i doing wrong and what i was doing wrong is that i was focusing solely on what i needed to do to be successful and gain accomplishments and when i ultimately put my trust in god and investing more time in god that's when i saw changes like i shared before Failing, literally failing stats exams, every um testing period to going from that to getting a hundreds all the way through was crazy to me because it was like, oh my gosh, God, if I had just put my trust in you and prayed more about it, I could have prevented all this stress, and I ultimately did do a really good job in the class, and I think even the professor I don't know how I did it, but I did like get a really good grade in that class, but they dropped like, our lowest exams, exam grades, and so, um, by the grace of God, I got an A, and so, like I said in the last episode, academics is maybe one facet of, facet of how you find struggles, but I know there's other personal ways in, like, your relationships and your career and your finances, and so I hope that you can learn Or kind of find a correlation between my story and yours. And so, yes, trust in God. And then you do have to have trust in yourself. And it's not that you're trusting solely in yourself. But you do have to have a balance at times of being humble. And the humbleness to listen and gain knowledge and glean from others. But also times where you have to be bold and stand up for yourself. And so, trusting your own, trusting that you have the right skills and that you have the ability to gain the skills that you don't have if you need them and you don't have them at this time. But also, you have to trust the journey and the process. A lot of times, I feel, especially for my generation, which um, ironically, I'm kind of in the middle, I'm a Gen Zer, but on the cusp, like literally could be a millennial if I had came a little bit earlier on Earth, but really each um, generation, we have this insecurity about our journey. We feel like we should be super accomplished at early ages. And I know it's not just um, younger people, but it's very prominent. And so you have to trust the process and know that the journey is going to all work out, and you're gaining the um, lessons and the knowledge that you need so you may be wondering, okay, Michaela. So I get it, confidence um, versus confidence. But what does a Cinderella story have to do with it? You know, and if you watch Cinderella, I hope you have, um, or this wouldn't make sense. Um, when the clock stri- strikes midnight, she's supposed to return into the the woman that she was before, which was, you know. As they make it, you know, rough around the edges, you know, a servant who cleans and not the glamorous dressed up lady that she was when dancing with the prince. But I feel like when you're rooted in God, we have this kind of ironic situation where God is both the fairy godmother and Prince Charming. You see, for me, this is how I saw it. God is the fairy godmother because we... Through the Holy Spirit, he can change you from the inside. And so really what the Godmother did in Cinderella story is she emphasized what was already there, there. And so God does the same thing through the Holy Spirit. He will change you from the inside and make you a greater person and really emphasize what was already there that you haven't seen. And also God has been Prince Charming through Jesus. So Jesus has loved us enough to die on the cross and our Father God, always in His Word, searches for us and runs after us endlessly. The Bible even tells the story of the shepherd who left the 99 sheep just to reach the one. And so that's why I think that He's ultimately the Prince Charming. And He knows the hairs on your head. And this is what Gothenance, if I could compare it in anything, in to the cinderella story is no one will be able to claim they are you the shoe won't fit and so just like cinderella we are all individually made and created for a special purpose for a special design and the shoe won't fit on anybody else so when you think in that perspective you gain confidence and have the confidence and the confidence to move forward however your story goes you have to trust that you and god are together and that you have been given the skills and the gifts to do what you were called to do so what do you think do you feel like you know now what confidence is at least from my perspective do you feel like you have an extra step that maybe i didn't talk about i would love to hear about it either through anchor or through my instagram but what i hope that you gain from this is insight not only that the clock doesn't have to strike midnight for healing to start but also that you have been given the tools and the skills and the gifts right now to make changes in your life and so i can't wait to see you in 2021 i have honestly been so happy to have this platform and to see it gaining in um, gaining some type of um can't think of the word right now but gaining the um, listeners to ultimately share a journey and a story and help others so like I said again see you in 2021 and have a happy new year